You're listening to Join the Losers Bench, a bariatric surgery podcast. A show for people who want to take control and get healthy, or for people that have already taken the leap and want inspiration and support to continue being healthy and successful in their weight loss journey. If you are contemplating bariatric surgery, this is the place for you. Being a loser is not a good thing though, right? Not here. Losers are winners here. Not just losers, but anyone wanting to join the Losers Bench are also winners here. On each episode, we'll take you through all the ups and downs, the challenges, the wins, the sheer bliss you feel from gaining control of your life. We'll also have the pleasure of hearing from industry professionals, such as bariatric surgeons, dietitians, psychologists, sports physios, and patients' experiences alike about this journey, giving you the insights and opportunity to be informed and to help you be successful on your own journey. Without further ado, welcome your host and fellow loser, Nirvani. Welcome everyone today to my show, um, Join the Losers Bench, and I will be discussing today why I decided to have this weight loss surgery and this particular procedure. Um, So I'll just give you a little bit about my background. Um, I was um, a very thin person growing up, and as a kid, I was never overweight. I was very active, and... um, I was always like around a size 8 and very light and very thin. Um, As I started getting older, um, I moved overseas. So I lived in Sri Lanka as a child and I migrated to Australia in 1986 at the age of 15. And um, as soon as I came to Australia, so I was very sporty um, as a young child. I was a runner, I was an athlete. And obviously that stopped and um, I lived a very, I guess, sedentary lifestyle Um, when I got here and um, got into my studies. I was in year 10 um, and then I started to um, obviously eat a lot of rich food and um, enjoy and indulge a little bit. And I started to put on weight and it started very slowly. by uh, the age of probably around my 18, 19, 20 year old self, I started to balloon. And um, from then on, I started to struggle with weight. Um, So I started to really notice the weight gain probably around um, my late 20s. And so I got married and had children around the age of 33. Um, and that's when it all started to get um, out of hand. So I was diagnosed as a diabetic at age 24. Um, and at the beginning, I was in denial that I even had the disease. Um, I wouldn't take the medication and I was also just living my life as a non-diabetic. Um, this all came to a head um had a blood test blood sugars were very high um, had to be hospitalized and treated for the diabetes and I couldn't deny 
anymore that I am actually a diabetic. Um, from the two pregnancies that I've been through, I went on insulin and that ten- that ended up being going from probably one or two injections a day to um, just before surgery to five injections a day. Um, I started to get um, damage from diabetes. I had um, diabetic neuropathy and diabetic retinopathy in my eyes. Um, I've had to have had um, eye surgery, um, as in laser eye surgery. And um, I've also been diagnosed with hypothyroidism. Um, I've had cholesterol issues. Um, I've had blood pressure. I've had um, bowel cancer at the age of 37. So, yeah, I've been through a lot, I would say, in the um, time that, um, you know, that I've been living. But the thing is that I'm only 49. So these are not things that a 49-year-old should go through. And so as things were piling up um, in relation to illness, I started thinking about what the solution is. I mean, temporary solutions to the symptoms was medication. I was taking a lot of medications, but there had to be an answer. There had to be a cure for the root cause. And this got me looking at uh, my weight and everything that was happening to me was related to my weight. And I spoke to my GP and my GP was very supportive. Um, She supported my decision um, and she thought that weight loss surgery was the go for me. Um, I work full time. I'm a mum of two. I'm a wife. I have a busy life. So, and I'm not a person that exercises. So it wasn't um, the fact that, you know, I couldn't get moving. However, I've, you know, I've done a lot of um, research and exercise is not the be all and end all. It also has to be with the food. And our lives are so busy that, you know, it's so easy to reach for the quick fixes in life. And um, portion control was an issue for me and the choice of food. I mean, I, I had a intense sweet tooth for a diabetic. So my GP suggested that, um, you know, to look into weight loss surgery and she would support my decision if I was to go that route. So I started looking into um, the benefits um, as you would. I researched every angle, every complication. Um, I'd looked at all the surgeons that were available. Um, I checked out, um, you know, where to have the surgery, whether an option was to go overseas. I looked at procedures. I looked at um, what types of weight loss surgery there are. I looked at the bypass um, and then I started making appointments to go and see the surgeon. And um, basically because I've had my colon removed due to bile cancer, I couldn't have any other procedure but the sleeve. So that decision was already made for me, which was good. Um, And then I looked at... um, the sleeve and the complications of the sleeve and side effects of the sleeve. And one of the things that came up with the sleeve surgery was the fact that you could have reflux. 
and I already had a hiatal hernia that I was aware of that was causing reflux and my doctor did warn me that this procedure can exacerbate those symptoms but I was still willing to take the risk because I'm, I was convinced that the benefits of the procedure were, would far outweigh what complications that could arise. And if it was only just reflux, well, there was a tablet for that that could cure it. So this led me to um, go down the route of, well, how will I fund this procedure? And in my research, um, I found out that in Australia, this could this procedure is quite expensive. It could cost anywhere upwards of $25,000. Um, and, you know, not everyone has that in their back pocket ready to be used. So I went down the route of um, looking at my superannuation. And because I'd worked since I was 22, I had a lot of money in my super. And my justification was, well... The way I was going, I wasn't going to live long enough to enjoy that money anyway. Um, I was convinced that I was going to go to an early grave the way I was heading um, with all of the sicknesses that I was, you know, it that were piling up. And I was thinking, well, what's the point of having superannuation if I can't use it to have a good life or if I can't, if I'm not going to live long enough to enjoy that money? So I started going through the process of getting applying for my super and it was an easier well it was easier than I thought um as you know you can access your superannuation for compassionate reasons and weight loss surgery was one of those compassionate um grounds that you can apply for your money on and so started that procedure I used a company called Supercare um, they were very helpful. They do it all for you. Obviously, you pay a fee to them. Um, it was um, a very simple, easy procedure. I had just had to get the surgeon's um, approval letter. Uh, well, it was a form that they needed to fill and the GP had to fill in a form and then we had to send the quote out and the money was in my account, I think, within a week. It was quite an easy procedure. And once I was able to access my money, I was able to then book in my um, procedure and um, it was all smooth sailing from there onwards. But yes, my decision to have the weight loss surgery was because of my illnesses and I knew that I had tried every single diet there was. Um, I had tried the low-carb, high-fat, I tried the keto diet, I had gone to Jenny Craig, I tried Herbalife, I had tried the fat diet, the um, the fat as in um, put your health on top, that one, and I had also tried light and easy, um, you name it, I had tried it, and I found that Yes, they did give me results, but no, they were not sustainable. The lifestyle that I was living wasn't conducive to having, um, being able to actually 
um, follow these diets because I had to cook for myself separate and then I had to make separate food for my husband and separate food for my children. And I think people who have this kind of lifestyle that live with a family would identify with the struggles of having um, to cook multiple meals for different people. And so then you become the last priority and then you just give up. It's not sustainable and um, it's just a, you just feel like you're a hamster on the wheel. You're just going round and round and round and you're not getting anywhere. And the frustration was building. So I needed a light at the end of this tunnel. And you know, they say that insanity is when you do the same things over and over again and you expect a different result. So... I wasn't getting anywhere. I was getting more and more frustrated. I was getting sicker and sicker. And I was starting to take more and more tablets. I was spending a lot of money, wasting, I think, a lot of money on um, specialists. Um, I was spending a lot of money on tablets, taking tablets. And I was a mess. I was a nervous wreck. Um, the insulin used to make me feel very nervous. Um, if I was driving and I had a long trip ahead of me, I would make sure that, you know, in case I get a hypoglycemic um, attack, that I have lots of food. I make sure that my sugar levels were high so that I don't get that feeling of a hypoglycemic attack. And I know people that have experienced it know how that feels and also the dangers of it. Um, if you do have a hypoglycemia attack. It's not something that's pleasant. Um, I used to get very sweaty and hot and, you know, you just feel like you're dying, literally. So, yeah, I really, really struggled with all of those things that I was feeling. And so I knew that I had to make a decision and a drastic decision in that um, and put my health first um, and also, I needed to find a solution for my problem. And um, that is why I decided to go down this road. Um, if you guys need to talk to me in regards to any of these issues, I'm happy to, you know, answer any questions. Uh, you can look me up on um, Facebook and I have a support group. And the name of uh, my page is a Fresh Start Asia. And if you want to look me up on there, you can, um, you know, we can chat or you can email me. Thanks, everyone. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast. And we will have a lot more content next week. And yeah, until next week, have a good week. That's a wrap, losers, for this week on Join the Losers Bench. Hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening. If you love this podcast, please hit subscribe, like and share with your friends, family or with anyone that is considering surgery and wants to be a loser. We appreciate your feedback, so give us a rating and please review our podcast. Join our Facebook group, Join the Losers Bench, for more discussions, tips and tricks and make sure you enjoy the community and support. Don't forget to look at show notes for any links and resources. And remember, everything you ever wanted is sitting on the other side of fear.